Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of Garden of Salt. I'm your host, Lila Hayes, and today is going to be sort of an interesting topic. It's something that I think about quite often, um, and those who know me in real life know like I've brought this up, and I'm just excited to talk about it today. So before we get into it, I just want to say today's style is going to be a little different, okay? I just am literally free-flowing off the top of my head. I wanted this to be more of a conversation. I mean, I have an idea of what I want to talk about, but normally I have a bit more guidance, but I find that sometimes just me talking off the top of my head is a lot better. So let me know what you guys think of this new format, if it's a little too all over the place. But anyway, let's just get right into it. So (laughs) I always have this thought, and honestly, this idea was planted in my head when I saw Westworld. If you've ever seen the show Westworld, it's great. If you haven't, check it out. It's on HBO Max. Um, I recommend like at least watching the first season. The first season is the best. It's so good. And I think about that show a lot because without giving any details away about the show, it sort of puts the idea in your head that we are all like these androids, which I know it's weird. It's weird, but you just got to watch the show. And it really just overlaps with real life in so many ways. And it's just freaky because it's something that once you notice it, you can't unnotice it. Okay, so now I just want to kind of get into some examples of why I feel like humans, the human race, we are similar to androids. And I don't mean in like a, a NPC kind of way. I mean, I guess kind of, but like just in a way where when you think about the fact like what we do on a daily basis, right? So, (laughs) to start, like, most of our day is us just basically acting out our subconscious. So that's the one thing. That's, like, the main thing, right? Our subconscious pretty much drives majority of our decision-making, our actions, our emotions, and we don't even really notice it half the time. So... For example, think of all the stuff we do where we're like literally on autopilot. I mean, the fact that we say, oh, I was on autopilot is like so Android. You know what I mean? Like that's so robot. Like, and we're just like admitting it, you know, we're driving. If we're driving somewhere that we've already driven to, that's when autopilot kicks in versus like, obviously, if you're going to a brand new place, you're more alert. You do not feel very autopilot. But for the most part, I feel like when we're driving day to day, very autopilot, Even just like our basic things like hygiene, brushing our teeth, taking a shower, making our coffee. Like we just have like that routine. And once we have a routine, it's very robotic. It's very, I'm not consciously thinking right now. I'm just doing, you know, and that part is all fine and dandy. Like there's nothing wrong with routine, but what starts to get creepy. And again, this is where Westworld like started freaking me out. Um, and by the way, I've watched this show like forever ago and still had such an impact on my life. I just love shows like that, that really just leave you like it, it just imprints on your soul. You know what I mean? Uh, I just love that show so much. Okay. So one of the things that really weirds you out once you start to notice it is how much we like speak on a loop. Okay. And there's different, there's different, um, 
examples of this, right? I think the most common one that like we could all relate to is like say something happened to us in the past, whether it was a good thing or a bad thing, but mostly it's a bad thing because let's just be real. As humans, we do tend to focus a little bit more on the negative until we decide to program ourselves to be a little more positive. But let's say something happened to you in the past, like a story or something sad or something irritating. And just think about how many times we have gone over that story in our head over and over and over, sometimes every single day. And it's kind of weird, right? Like it's literally like this backtrack loop just going on and on. And it has the power to bring up those emotions all over again and bring up everything. You know, it's like, oh, I'm just getting mad all over again. And it's something that happened forever ago. And we do that all the time. And like, when you think about it, it's almost like there's like this script like in our head. Like we're like literally like replaying a script over and over and over. Like it's literally stuck on a loop and it's so freaky. And stuff like that happens in Westworld. Like, so like, again, not, without giving too much, it's like everyone there is like androids and like they literally have a script and they say the same exact thing. And like, you'll notice that like with yourself or like you'll notice your friends, like think of like your friends or family or just people you know who like tell you the same story all the time. And like when it gets really, really creepy is when you notice it and it's like, whoa, like that was word for word. I'm telling you, if you haven't noticed it yet, like start paying attention. Like I literally, <laughs> it was like after I finished Westworld the first time and I went to work the next day, like I just started paying attention at work and it makes sense in the work environment, right? Like I think, especially like I did customer service. So like that's very much like robotic in its own way, but even like ignore talking to customers. Like even when like coworkers would talk to each other, it's like, I swear it would be word for word, the same freaking thing that people would say. It was so creepy. And I was like, oh my God, we're literally freaking androids. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying we're like literally androids. I'm not saying you can cut one of us up and we're going to have like wires and, and things inside of us, but just the way we behave, it's like, the mind itself is like this hardware, you know, that's just how it behaves. It's so weird. But I don't know, the more you notice it, it's like creepy, you know? And of course, like the most obvious is like, think of like elderly people and like, they'll literally tell you like the same story 50 times. Like they just like literally live in the past. And that's, what's just weird about the human mind. It's like, why does it like to stay in this like little story? And I think that I guess the whole point I'm trying to get at is like, one, it's weird, pay attention to it. But also, I feel like the human mind likes to just tell itself a story. And until it has a new story to tell itself, it's just going to keep going over the same exact stories. And that is a direct correlation to how our current reality is going, right? So I know I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but bear with me, bear with me here this is all going to come full circle. <laughs> so, okay. In order to, to want a new life, a new reality, a new experience, we cannot stay focused on the past, right? I feel like we, most of us know that by now, but once you realize like the science behind it, it makes a lot of sense. But then if you don't even understand the science behind it, like one thing that really helped me is just thinking about it, like, I feel like a freaking android. Like, I don't want to tell myself the same freaking story over and over and over 
you know what I mean? Like this isn't Groundhog Day. <laughs> like we're not just like on a freaking time loop living the same day over and over. And I think just thinking about it in the sense that like, ew, I feel like a robot and like I don't want to feel like a freaking NPC. It helps you like break out of that loop. You know, like there's so many times I've wanted to retell myself in my mind a story that my mind's already heard a bunch of times. And I'll tell myself, like in my head, I'll be like, okay, stop. Like that story is so old. It's so played out. Like we're over it. Like move on. And, you know, it's just who wants to feel like a freaking robot? Like, don't you want to feel like someone with a soul? Like, don't you want to feel like there's more to life and you're not just like this random freaking like NPC in the background, you know? And I don't really know. Like, so I know I don't really know what I even think about the whole NPC theory. Um, I think it's a little weird, like, who's to say, like, someone else doesn't have a soul? Like, that to me is just a little weird. And, um, I mean, hey, if it's true, it's true. But at the end of the day, how would we know that? And I feel like it's just kind of weird for someone to point a finger, like, oh, you're an NPC. Like, okay. <laughs> like, who made you in charge? Like, who gave you this, like, knowledge to know who has a soul and who doesn't? It's super weird. But the whole point is, you feel very robotic going over the same thing right now getting into how this ties into manifestation right and creating a new reality so the most basic logical sense right if you are having the same day that you had yesterday then nine times out of ten your tomorrow is going to be the same exact like the same exact day as today okay so when you realize and understand that our mind sort of like works in the loop and like we run on these programs just subconsciously, whatever we're doing day to day is just strengthening that program. It's strengthening that routine. So literally, like the only, the only way you could ever change your future is to change your present moment. Okay. The past is the past. Forget about it. Um, you have to take charge in the present moment if you want a new tomorrow, right? And this is literally just the only way like new, like neurological pathways can even be created in the brain in order to help strengthen new routines and new programs. Because at the end of the day, like if we're androids, we're androids, right? If we're gonna act very robotic, fine, but let's at least like use these programs to our advantage, right? If I'm gonna be on a loop, I'd rather think of positive stuff and feel more uplifting and have a better life experience versus staying on a loop of something negative that literally has no effect on my life right now, right? I'm just continuing to give it power by thinking about it all the time. And it's like, who is that hurting? Me, you know? So, also, by the way, like, no one else wants to hear it. Like, I'm sorry. Like, if you're one of those people that, like, constantly, like, repeats yourself and, like, tells the same stories over and over... I don't know if anyone's ever told you, but it's kind of annoying. Like, your friends are probably so tired of hearing your stories. <laughs> like, they're like, I've heard this a million times. Like, oh my God. You know, so it's just better for everyone, okay? Not only are you going to help manifest a new life for yourself, but now your friends don't have to hear you complain about the same thing you complained about the last 20 times to them, okay? It gets old very fast. <laughs> very old, very quick, okay? So, it's a win-win for everyone. So if we're here trying to manifest a new future, we have to let go of the past. We have to quite literally even, like it sounds dramatic, and this might be controversial, but we have to like literally forget the past is, is even a thing. 
Okay, you have to let it go. Like, I'm not saying like bury your feelings and bury trauma. No, face your fears, face your pain, heal, go through that process. Because if you try to just bury it, again, it's still going to be in your subconscious. You're still going to be acting out. You're going to be like, I don't even know why I'm getting triggered by certain things because you haven't taken the time to really know yourself and know your scars. And those things will always trigger you and hurt you until you, first of all, recognize them and heal from them which I would recommend, you know, going to therapy, doing shadow work. There's so many videos on YouTube about shadow work. Um, they're great. I personally did like the shadow work side. And then I ended up actually having a mentor briefly in my life who was a shadow worker and she was great. Like she helped me through so much of my um, pain. I literally, like, I'm telling you, life got so much better after connecting with her. So I recommend both. Like do what you can on your own. But I also recommend actually working with someone who knows the field, who knows what they're talking about, a therapist or someone who's really, you can trust with shadow work um, because it can get very dark. I'm not going to lie to you. It can be very painful. Like facing your traumas, whatever you've been through will be very, very painful. And just having someone there with you to help you talk it through um, is so, so important. Um, because sometimes stuff you don't even know happened to you will come up, right? The brain is very good at blocking out trauma in order to protect us, but it'll still store it in the subconscious mind and you're still acting out in ways that you don't understand because of it. So something to consider. So yeah, but face your past. And then once you've healed from it and you've really taken your time, there's, there's literally no rush. Take your time, heal from it. And you have to fully let it go. And I mean completely, like cut ties with it. Like that no longer exists. It quite literally does not exist anymore except for in your mind. And you have the power to just like get rid of it. Like you can get rid of whatever you want out of your mind if you really want to. And you can replace it. As in you want to remove it and you want to replace it with something more positive, something more beneficial for your life. Okay, I even think like in the Bible, which I'm not a very religious person, but I do like reading religious texts here and there because I feel like there's just so much overlap in between like religion and alchemy and all these other um, like spiritual beliefs. And I think even in the Bible, they talk about like you literally need to just forget your past, like act like it's it's not even a thing because really all that exists is the present moment. And the only way you can change your future is to be in the present moment, right? So you have to stop telling yourself whatever these stories are on the loop. Because not only is it weird and very robotic, but also you're just hurting yourself. Okay? If you really want to manifest and have a new beautiful life, you have to let go of whatever happened to you. And I'm not I'm not trying to be like, oh, just let it go and move on. Like I said, heal. But once you've healed, like you genuinely do just have to let it go and move on. Like there's nothing else I can tell you. That's the only way you're going to really heal and be okay as a person and create a brighter future for yourself. Okay. Like, do you really want to be one of those elder, elderly people I talked about? It's like, you, do you really want to be like 80 years old and be like, oh my God, this one time something, something happened that pissed me off. And it's like 60 years ago. Like, like grandma, please let it go. <laughs> like grandma let it go like are they even still alive is this person that you hate so much even still alive like let it go let it go no one wants to hear it 
okay? And all you're doing is like literally creating negative emotion in your body. You're bringing up cortisol. Like it's a whole domino effect. And it's like, it might not seem that serious, but it is. Now you have health problems. Now you're like, I don't know why my heart's so weak. I just keep being angry all the time and stuff that happened to me 10 years ago. You know, it's literally a whole domino effect. So you have to do it. Like you have to heal and forgive and let go, if not for anyone, but for yourself. Okay. And nobody wants to be a robot. Like don't be a robot. So now switching over into how to create a brighter future for yourself, right? So going back with this whole Android theory, say we're robots, whatever. Let's use this to our advantage. Let's create new programs. Let's create new hobbies. Let's create new routines, okay? Because if I'm going to just do stuff without, like, if, like, think of all the stuff we do without thinking, like, wouldn't you rather just do all these positive and beneficial things for yourself without even thinking about it? Because I feel like that's why we don't do a lot of stuff. Like, we don't go to the gym because it's like, ugh, I do not feel like going to the gym. It's like a chore. It's like a duty. But if it's just like any other day, like, we view it like brushing our teeth or getting in the shower. Like, it's just another thing to do that is just like running in the back of our mind. It's so easy to just get up and do it. Okay, but the hard part is like getting through building that routine. But it's crazy because it's so true. It only takes like three weeks to build a new habit. And that is crazy. Like if you think about three weeks is nothing. I mean, we're already like two weeks into the new year. Like look how fast that happened. Literally one more week and all your like New Year's resolutions could be like solidified. But how many people have already given up on them? You know? It's really, it can be difficult to stick with one thing for three weeks straight because of how strong our programs are. But like, you have to do it. Like, you just have to do it. Like Nike, okay? You have to. It's the only way, okay? So, and start small. Like, like that's the one thing. Like, don't like make these really big things, like big commitments and big goals. Do little ones. And I think... The biggest thing that helps you stick with a goal is having a why. So let's go back to the gym example. Say you really just want to like work out. Like what is your real reason and motivation for wanting to work out? Okay, because if it's just something superficial like your physical appearance, at the end of the day, I don't care how much you care about your physical appearance, it's still very superficial. And because it's superficial, it's not going to make a huge impact on us. It's not something that we're going to really, really stick with unless it's like such a deep-rooted thing like maybe it's like a deep-rooted insecurity where you're like I have to change this but if it's not that deep for you it's going to be really really hard for you to commit to the gym so you need stronger reasons of why to work out like what are really the benefits of working out right you want to have better health you want to have more stamina you want to have more energy you want to just feel better like you just genuinely want to feel good on a day-to-day basis um and then like yeah if you want to have a certain body type even better like that's just but that should be like a cherry on top and not your main motivator because you're not going to stick with it that way think of how many times you said i'm going to start going to the gym like you've probably said it so many times and and still aren't at the gym okay so let's just be real with ourselves and come up with a stronger why 
okay you have to want it for something more than yourself like maybe you have kids and you're like I just want more energy to run with my kids at the park. Like I have no energy to play with my kids. Like that's a strong motivator, right? Now it's for your, it's not just for you, but it's also to help create beautiful memories with your children. So just find something that has more meaning to it. Okay. And that's going to help you stick with the goal. You're going to be able to commit to that for a month straight. Okay. If you wanted a new job, for example, and you wanted this job that pays you to, to pay you more than your current job, right? You need to first, like, again, like it's a whole process. It's not going to be that easy, but it also kind of is at the same time. Like first you need to get into your subconscious. You need to see like, do I have any limiting beliefs about money? Like, do I believe I'm even worthy of making more money a month? So you have to get over that. You have to believe you're worthy, that you're deserving, and that you're capable. Okay? You have to constantly, like, even as cheesy as it will be in the beginning, you have to do your affirmations. They absolutely work. Okay? And the best part about affirmations, like, side note, is you don't even have to believe in them. Like, that's how beautiful this is. Like, you don't have to do much. It's better if you believe. But the beautiful thing is, like, you telling your brain something over and over and over and over no matter what, it's going to start to believe it. Even if you don't initially believe it. So if you tell yourself, like, I am worthy of making X amount of money per month, eventually you're going to genuinely believe that. And that's just going to be your new bare minimum. Okay. If you're having troubles with your self-image and you're telling yourself, I am beautiful, but you do not feel beautiful, it's going to feel so cringy looking in the mirror and telling yourself you're beautiful. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, it's going to feel uncomfortable as heck, but you have to just do it. Just do it because one day, all of a sudden, you're going to really start to feel beautiful and it's going to be the most amazing thing ever. Okay. And then as within, so without now your reality, your external reality is changing. Okay. Cause now you have a new loop. You have a new program running in the back of your mind saying, I'm beautiful. I am confident. I am secure in myself right? And now when you go out and about, all of a sudden, you're getting way more compliments than usual, right? Not that you needed that outside validation, but once you realize this whole world is literally a mirror of your internal world, like your personal reality, your personal world is a reflection of how you feel on the inside. And it's so true. And you'll notice it just, even if, even if you don't believe me, just try it out. Tell yourself affirmations for a one, two weeks straight, and just see how the world changes, how the world starts talking to you. People will start talking to you differently. People will look at you differently. People will treat you differently based on what you're telling yourself, okay? Because you are literally, like I said, you're creating a new program, a new loop in the back of your mind, okay? And now this is your new normal. This is your new standard. Yeah, I am beautiful, actually. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> you know and and that's what it's all about so you have to take control in the present moment create a new program for yourself and you need to tell yourself this program every single day and then it eventually will take over your subconscious mind and just like that life gets easier for you the hard part is just remembering to tell yourself every day and this is where um 
Manifestation is really powerful, right? You create your vision boards. You start journaling. Um, one of my favorite, favorite manifestation tricks is writing out all my affirmations, okay? And I'm going to go into a full podcast probably next week, actually, because I really, really want to talk about it, um, of just writing out a whole bunch of affirmations, recording them, and then and then listening to those affirmations every single day, morning and night, okay? It's important that it's morning and night, regardless of what you're doing, whether it's your vision board and all this stuff. Like, you want this stuff really, really going into your subconscious, and it's easier to access your subconscious right when you wake up and right before bed, okay? This is why it's so important to not be on your phone right when you wake up, not be on your phone before bed, don't fall asleep watching TV shows, because everything that you're watching, your subconscious is literally taking it in. I don't care if you're asleep. Like, your subconscious is like its own separate thing, and it still takes information in even as you're falling asleep. That's how powerful the subconscious mind is. And to think that that's controlling 90% of who you are, you want to have more control over that, okay? This is why television was called programs, right? Think of like, it's literally programming us to think and behave and act a certain way. Because they know, like, like, like all of these news outlets and, and apps and all these like entertainment things, they know that the human beings are basically freaking androids. <laughs> they know we're like robots. So they've put a lot of money into marketing and advertising and finding ways to have us think a certain way and act a certain way and feel a certain way. Because when we feel a certain way, you know, that's, that's when the money comes in. Oh, you don't feel pretty? Come buy our makeup. Oh, you don't feel blah, blah, blah. Like there's, there's always a, a solution for the problem that they program us with. <laughs> and the solution is always somehow putting money in their bank accounts. So why not take all this knowledge to help you put more money in your bank account? Okay, to have to create a better reality for yourself. Okay, it's just interesting. I know I'm kind of rambling, but when you think about the fact that we naturally are just going to behave on a program, it's kind of cool. It's kind of weird, but it's cool because then it makes life easier. Like once you get your program going, it's like, oh, life, like that's when manifestation comes so effortless. That's also an affirmation I love. Like you want to like affirm that for your reality. Like I manifest so easily, you know, like say stuff like that to yourself all the time. And it's just easier if you don't want to say it all the time. Like that's why I said I like to record him. I record him one time, one and done, and I just listen to it. And if I ever need to update it, put something new in there, you know, I do that. But it's so easy and it's so great. It's like I barely have to put in any effort, right? Just put your headphones in right when you wake up, like while you're still kind of like half asleep, you know, crust in your eye. Like that's the sweet spot. <laughs> okay? Don't get distracted by any notification on your phone. Like completely block it out. Go to your audio and listen to it and just lay there as you slowly wake up. It will make such a difference. I promise. Or doing it in the mirror, talking to yourself in the mirror, okay? Looking at your vision board. I do actually like all of these things, personally. The audio one, I do the most. And I have like this vision board. So I actually recently created like a vision board video. 
And I actually got the idea from this book I'm reading. It's called Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Oh my God, it's freaking amazing. I'm so happy I got this book. I've been eyeing it for a while and like, I don't know. You know how like, if you've ever just like picked a book up, but you buy it and it just kind of sits there and then by the time you actually pick it up, it's just it's just perfect for you at the perfect time in life. Like that's how where I'm where I'm at right now. I'm so excited. Like I'm just stumbling over my words. <laughs> but anyway, it's an amazing book and one of the chapters is called Mind Movies and I was like, "Oh my god, how have I never even thought to do this?" Like it's great. It's great. And he goes into the the science of programming and all this stuff. So he's like, "Okay, well, why not positively program yourself? So I created a whole video and like each slide, I did it all on Canva for free. It was so easy. Made like my, my vision board and I would put little affirmations on them. And then you pick a song. This is the, this is the power of music, right? This is why we still think of like freaking ads from 20 years ago because that song was just so damn catchy, right? It's like that brand image awareness. So he was talking about all this and he's like, do it for yourself. Find a song that you love, a song you won't get tired of, something very like positive, something that you can listen to all the time. Have that playing over your mind movie and watch that like before you go to bed. Watch it a few times. And I just finished it like yesterday um, and it's great. I freaking love it. Like it's so great. And now every time I think of that song, I think of all the images in my head. I'm like actually visualizing myself living out the life that I have on my vision board. And it's so powerful. It keeps you uplifted. It keeps me focused. You know, that's why manifestation works. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to write something down and just like forget about it and go to sleep and everything I want is going to come at my front door. Like, no. Manifestation is just refocusing your mind, okay? And you're adding in new programs, essentially, to your to your brain, to your hard drive, Okay. And you're making it work for you. Like instead of letting someone else manifest for you, okay, instead of getting on social media and taking in just bullshit every single day, like let's be real, most of what's on social media is bullshit, right? Like for example, say you want, you really want like a healthy love, right? Like no one really wants toxic relationships. Like not once you've healed and like moved on, right? Like you want something real, you want something meaningful, something true. And then you get on social media and it's like this never-ending debate, like this never-ending gender wars of like, what should men be doing? What should women be doing? And who can get, take more from the other person? It's like, there's no more unity. You know, there's no partnership. There's no divine union. It's just like men are viewing women as the enemy, something they want to take something from us. They want to feel like they're winning as if there's even something to win. Like, what is the competition here? You know, we're so much better as a team. And vice versa, women, what can I take from this man? What can I take from him? Because I have to win, you know? And it's just like, it's all ego and it's all bullshit. And all it does is keep society more divided. Because divide and conquer is very real. Do you have any idea how freaking powerful we would be as men and women if we really put that bullshit aside, you know, picked our partner, like you are my life partner, we are in a divine union, and we are just gonna literally focus on us and grow. Like if people just put their egos aside and did that, oh my God, oh my God, I can't even imagine how much more advanced society would be by now. 
because men and women working together is just the most beautiful freaking thing. And we're so different in, in the best way possible. The value that a woman brings and the value that a man brings is just, it's immeasurable. And you get on social media and it's like, it's just bullshit all the time. You have to just block it out. You're letting stuff like that program you. And now you think men are trash. Now in your program, oh, men are trash, men are trash, men are trash. And all you meet in your external reality are trashy men. Okay? Now we can't help the fact that we're going to be programmed. The only way to truly avoid it is to literally move off the grid and like live in a forest. Okay? But who's really going to do that, right? Now some people are down to do that. But me, I like... I like the comforts of modern life, okay? I like having technology. I like going to get my Starbucks. I'm not going to lie to you, okay? I like making my matches in the morning. I'm not trying to go live in the forest, personally. So that just means I have to take more control. I have to take more control over what I'm allowing to program me, okay? So if I see bullshit about love from people that don't know shit about love, I'm not going to take that information in. Now, there's a few ways to avoid that, right? You can actively like click on the video and be like, not interested. Okay. You can start changing your algorithm. I don't want to see this crap. And they're going to be like, okay, got it. And if you want, again, we delete and we replace. So now look up content about healthy love. Okay. It's real guys. Anything you want, (laughs) Anything you want exists. Like none of this is like Disneyland fairy tale princess bullshit. Okay. Whatever you believe in absolutely exists for you. Like that's what's so amazing about this divine consciousness is we can literally bring whatever we want into our reality. And you have the power to bring what you want in your reality. It's like, I don't have to impose my views on you and you do not have to impose your views on me. If I believe in healthy love, I'm going to have that. You don't want to believe in that and you want to settle for someone that makes you feel like shit. That is your divine right. (laughs) That is your right as a human being, whatever reality you want to experience. Okay. So now look it up, look up healthy relationships, look up what you want to experience, start seeing it, start listening to it, find podcasts on it, watch videos on it, whatever it is. And start taking that in, okay? And then if you do stumble across the the videos that don't align with you, you have to listen to it from like this, um, like almost an unbiased perspective or just not even unbiased. Like just be like, this is not true. Like, because what's important, it's, it's a little easier to be like, okay, let me block this out on social media. But let's say real life, for example, because this is, this is where I think we find it the hardest. Say we're say we're hanging out with friends, we're out to lunch, we're getting drinks, whatever. And you have some friends who are just total man haters. They can't stand men. They're complaining to you about their boyfriends or like their latest date and like how guys are just trash, right? Now, before you understood the power of your subconscious mind, you were taking all this stuff in and you're like, oh my God, men are terrible, right? You're hearing these stories, you're like empathizing, you're start, it's bringing up emotion in you. Now you're thinking men suck, right? You're allowing this program to start taking effect because the more and more you hear something and have emotion tied to it, the stronger it gets in our subconscious and the harder it can be to break. Now, every thought can be broken, 
but it's going to take more effort depending on how strong that connection is. But now you know better. Okay. Now you know better. So when your friend is going on and on about some guy that she hates, you have a few options. Okay. If you're a little more on the confrontational side, you could be like, you know, I just don't think guys are that trash. I feel like you're picking the wrong ones. You could be that type of friend, right? You got to, it depends on your relationship with this person, how well you know them, if you even care enough about them to help them out of their situation. But also remember a lot of people, they don't really want help. They just want to vent and complain to someone and not actually change their ways. So that one can be a slippery slope. I don't recommend it, but that is always an option. Next, you can sort of just try to be like the peacemaker and be like, let me try to change the subject, (laughs) you know? That is always an effective method as well. Let them say a little bit, change the subject, move on. Or my personal favorite, because I feel like it just keeps the peace. Again, this way you're not imposing your views on anyone and vice versa, is when someone's talking and they're saying a bunch of negative stuff that you don't agree with and stuff you don't want in your subconscious, you need to start talking to yourself in your head, okay? So the very first thing, and this is something I love and it's made such a difference in my life, is say the phrase, this does not move me. Because again, your emotions are what is going to trigger certain thoughts to even have the effect to go in your subconscious. Don't allow anything this person is saying to stir an emotion inside of you. And we have a lot more control over our emotions emotions than we think. So telling yourself, like commanding, you're literally commanding your body, hey, this doesn't move us. We're not moving. We're not moved by this. Do not form any emotion right now. Be neutral. Stay neutral. And I would sometimes say it over and over if I needed to. This does not move me. This does not move me. And I would just say it in my head and I would notice I would not get emotional reactions over things that would really irritate me. Like if someone's just on a complaining spree and they're just starting to like drain my energy, I would start saying like, this does not move me. And I was able to literally feel my energy come back to me. It was amazing. I'm, I'm kidding you. Like that is one of my favorite freaking, like, I don't know if it's like a mantra or like an affirmation or what, but saying that in your head as many times as necessary, it's effective. Try it out. So that way they can like say what they have to say, but you're just allowing it to just bounce right off of you. Like, I don't have to absorb this. I don't have to take this in, whatever, you know? Um, Second, if that's not working for you, more stuff you could say in your head is being like, you know what? What this person is saying is not true. Like you have to literally be like, this is not true. Or like this person is putting themselves in that situation. Like this is, this does not relate to my reality. Like you have to really be that way. Okay. And I don't care if this is your friend, like it's just the truth. Once you realize that a lot of people are the reasons they put themselves in these bad relationships, it's like, it's kind of hard to feel bad for them after a while. You know, maybe I'm a little more harsh. I'm not gonna lie. I am an Aries, so I'm a little more blunt, but that's why I don't like to say stuff. Cause it's like, I don't, I don't want to ruin someone else's journey. Like that's their journey for them to figure out. Now, if they ask my genuine opinion, I'm going to be a good friend and I'm going to tell him, hey, I don't think this guy's right for you. I don't think you're picking the right guys. But you ask for my opinion. Don't ask me if you don't want the truth. If someone just wants to vent, right, and that's what you have to figure out. Does this person actually want advice or do they just want to vent and complain and sort of strain your energy? And if it's the second, 
that's where you can take your power back in that situation. Be like, this is not true. This person is misguided. This person doesn't know what they're talking about. And this does not move me. And then go back to trying to change the subject. Talk about something more positive. Nobody wants to sit at dinner and talk about boys all freaking night anyway. Okay. Even if it's positive, it's kind of like, okay, what else is going on in your life? (laughs) So that's just a couple examples. Because I think, like I said, in real life, it can be a little harder to try to escape the negativity, especially if it's somewhere you're stuck, like work. That can be tough. But again, those, those sayings, like talking to yourself in your head, oh my God, it makes such a difference. And you notice how effective it is too, because like I said, you can really only be programmed if you believe in what this person's saying, or if you just hear it enough times and start to internalize with it. But say like politics, for example, like say you're just like a hardcore, like liberal, you can listen to Republicans talk all day, but because you're so like focused in your belief, like you are like, no, I am liberal. These people are, you know, whatever you think about them, nothing they say will affect you. Like nothing's going to go in your subconscious. You're not going to be like, oh wow, they're right about this or they're wrong about that. You're just going to be like, no, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Like you're not even really going to take in that information. Your, your subconscious is already blocking it out because now it's like trying to protect itself. You know what I mean? It's like, no, 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 we cannot absorb this information. It's like going against our freaking like identity. You know what I mean? It's like this could shatter our whole world and they don't want your, your mind wants to protect you. So that's how, you know, like once you, once you tell your mind, like, no, this person's wrong. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. It's not going to, it's not going to plant any seeds in your mind. So you have to do that. Even with your friends, your family, your, your partners, whoever, you know, let them talk their shit, let them get it out if they need to, but don't let it, excuse me, don't let it affect you. Don't let it affect you at all. Okay, so I know this this whole podcast was a little random. I'm trying to like recap. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, I'm serious. I took absolutely no notes. I just wanted to completely talk and just see how it flowed. I personally liked it. It felt more conversational. Um, but basically, we went into how we're all robots. It's a little creepy, but it's true. We're basically robots. But how to use that program to our advantage. Okay how to manifest more things into our life, how to take charge, how to break the loop. That's probably what I'm going to call this episode. Breaking the loop, okay? Because the only way to change your tomorrow is to change your present, and you have to break the loop in the present moment. And create a new loop. If, if we're going to be on loops, like maybe we can't avoid being on a loop. Like I don't, I don't know yet. I'm not at that, that place in my journey my spiritual journey where I'm just like, every day is a new day and I can break the loop whenever. Like, I know I could, but I also kind of like the idea of having a loop because that can be used to my benefit, right? I can do so many more positive things. I have been creating new healthy habits every single day because of understanding the program. I mean, like, wait a minute, if I'm going to be programmed, like, let me program my mind with some good stuff. You know, it's very much like that. Um, what is it? Is it a proverb? Hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. It's so true. And I love it. I love it. Because we're very much like a monkey see, monkey do type of species. Um, You know, and you see that just through social media. Like, if you think about the fact that we literally, like, copy whatever is trending right now, right? Like, everyone is doing whatever is cool right now. They're dressing a certain way. Everyone's dressing the same way. 
their hair is the same way, their nails, even the nail design. Like we have like no individuality as like a mass species, you know, our slang, the stuff we say is just like internet language, you know? Um, so once you realize we literally are just like a whole group of copycats, like obviously not everyone. And I'm not even saying that to like talk shit or like in a negative way. But once you realize that we just copy things because we are on a program, you could choose to copy other things, right? Like I could choose to copy people who are doing better for themselves, not copy like their style and what they're doing, but copy them in the sense that, you know, does this person wake up every day and, and just like look at bullshit on Instagram? Probably not. Like what is their daily routine? You know, are they waking up and reading, waking up and journaling, waking up and getting to work? Like, that's, that's the type of person I want to copy. Again, not copying what their work is, but copying that routine. What is their routine like? Right? You know? Um, and, and how could you ever say anything or do anything that would be detrimental to your future if you're not watching that stuff in the first place? Like, if you never even saw, like, toxic relationship videos and all you grew up watching was, like, <laughs> like Disney princess movies, like, you would just, like, not even think toxic love exists, right? You'd be like, oh, my God, like, my Prince Charming will come one day because that's the only program you have, right? You would have never seen that to even start thinking, wait, is this how it is? And now, and now it's, like, this never-ending loop because... Whatever goes into your mind, whether you believe it or not, if you're open to it and you do start to believe it, you're going to see it. And then once you see it, it's just reaffirming that thought. And it's this never ending cycle of just strengthening that program. So the only way to break it is to start seeing stuff, even if you don't believe in it right away, seeing what it is you want to see and speaking that to yourself, right? Through affirmations, visualizing it, journaling all these things, and then you'll start to see it in your reality. And that's going to help strengthen the new thoughts that you're forming. But what feels a little more difficult is because you basically have to form the thought first and go out and try to find it before your reality will naturally and organically start to show that stuff to you. That's what can make it a little tricky. And I think that's why it can be hard for people to create new programs for themselves. Because they're very much like, no, 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 like, I got to see it to believe it. Like, I have to experience it first. People like that, you know, those people probably have a little bit of a harder time manifesting. Um, but I trust they'll come around. I really feel like it's part of just like the human evolution is, you know, us understanding and learning our divinity within, becoming more conscious, becoming more aware. And yeah. I think this is the process. I really do think that as a species, we're all going to get to a point where we really do understand the power of our mind and our thoughts. Um, it's already become so big and it, I just think it's going to keep growing and I love it. Oh my God, I love it so much. And people are not gatekeeping anymore. You know, like this information is ancient and, but people would gatekeep it out of like greed and lack and, you know, oh, I know how to manifest, but I don't want to help you manifest, Right. But now no one's like that. We're like, yeah, there's actually enough for everyone. And like, here's how I did it. Like, here's step by step what I did. <laughs> uh, and I, I just love it. 
I love it. I love it. And that's another thing I want to talk about. I want to talk about my personal story because I have manifested some great things in my life and I feel like my tips were very, very effective and I do want to share them with you. I would do it now, but let's be real. This podcast is already getting too long. <laughs> so a little recap. <laughs> we're basically all Androids, but we can use that to our benefit. Okay. We can create new programs in our mind take charge, create your vision boards, start to actively like look up the stuff that you want in your life. Okay. Take the power to change your algorithm. Okay. Um, when you're out and about in real life, control your emotions. Do not let things upset you, you know, do what you got to do and start living in the present moment. Let go of the past, heal first, let go of the past, be in the present moment. And if you're going to think about something other than the present moment, you might as well think about a bright future. Like that, that's just the only logical thing to do because attention, energy goes where attention flows. Is that how it goes? Wait, no. Attention goes where energy flows. I forget. You get what I'm saying. But the more you're focusing on something, the more your attention, like attention is a currency. It's actually very powerful. That's why it's called paying attention, okay? It's actually like a form of currency and it's so valuable. Like you have no idea how valuable your eyes and ears are and your mouth, okay? This is why marketing and advertisers spend so much money. It's usually their biggest budgets because they know it's the most valuable thing, okay? So protect your ears, hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil, take charge, be in the present moment. And if you're gonna think about anything else, think about a bright future and actively like use your imagination act as if it was real act as if it's now like you have to be like a kid again you know play make-believe it's so fun it's so fun to just like sit and visualize and get creative and then once you start to see those things actually coming to you you're it just feels like freaking magic like it feels like actual like it feels like you have superpowers it's it's the best thing ever so yeah next next episode i'm going to get into how I manifest with theta waves. Um, I do have a small little like carousel post on my Instagram, which you can check out at a garden of salt where I do go into like the basics, like just a quick little list. If you want to know some stuff about it now, but I will be going into depth next week. And then another upcoming episode, I want to talk about my personal experience in manifestation. Um, who knows? I might pair those two together cause it kind of makes sense, but that's basically it for today's episode. Again, let me know how you like this flow. If it was a little more conversational. Um, if it was a little too all over the place, let me know. I definitely will go back to my previous format if it works for everyone. But I really enjoyed talking with you guys. And I can't wait to hear from you. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. And I'll talk to you guys next week. All right. Bye.